Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so happy to have you here. So today I'm going to cover with you my top tips for productivity. Yes, I wanted to give you this information as soon as possible at the start of the series. And we're going to keep building on that as we go along for the rest of this month. But as I know that we are all kind of getting back into the flow of things, whether you're going back to school or back to work. And so sometimes we need a little boost and a little reminder to help us get back into the groove of productivity. Of course, we are all different. So take what resonates with you, apply it, try it and, you know, try new things and find other ways aside from what I've shared to build that productivity because we all have different styles. We all have, you know, different times and schedules. So, and it's completely up to you. And that's why a lot of the things that I'm going to cover with you are just kind of general information to really help you with, you know, getting better at being more productive. So I know for me, I totally feel you on this. If you're like, help me, (laughs) I need some help with being productive. I totally get it. Trust me, especially coming from someone who tries to maintain balance in several areas of my life, as well as maintaining a career and my podcast and all these things that are not related to each other. I understand how challenging it can be. So the number one thing that I want to mention to you when it comes to productivity is that you have to remove distractions, period. (laughs) You have to remove distractions. When you have distractions, it is truly a time sucker and a time waster, and it really disrupts your flow. It disrupts your focus. It disrupts your productivity. So Of course, we can't remove every distraction under the sun. That would be amazing if we could, but we just try to limit as much as we can. And so limit the amount of phone usage. You know, if you have to remove some apps off of your phone, if you have to like hide your phone from you, whatever it is that you need to do, do it. Because right now your productivity is what is needing to serve you in getting to a space of advancement and progress. So if you keep falling into that trap of allowing for those distractions to really dictate your success, it's a form of self-sabotage. And we don't do that around here now, do we? (laughs) So we have to make sure that we're being disciplined with ourselves to remove those distractions so that we can focus. And trust me, I totally understand. I get it. I don't know how many times I've listened. If you look on my phone 
for the hours of social media usage, it's going to just make you throw up. (laughs) And I know that I'm aware of that. And so I try to combat that and just take as much willpower as I can and just delete some of these apps off of the phone because it will really take up your time when you could have got something amazing done maybe you need that productivity to complete a project or to start a business and that's messing with your money so we've got to remove those distractions whatever that is that you can do take that away and uh, make time for those distractions later maybe after you complete a task or you get some things done So that's the first tip that I have to share when it comes to productivity. It's a basic tip, but in all honesty, a lot of times we just don't do it. So start there first. The second tip I have is to brain dump. So nothing new, but brain dumping, just writing down everything that's in your head. Get everything out of like every little nagging thing that is something that needs to get done, right? So just jot it all down, whatever it is. And trust me, this list can go on forever, right? It just seems like there's always so much to do. But the faster we can get it out of our heads, the faster we can start to tackle some of the things that we need to do and we can stop ruminating over it and thinking about it, we can start taking action. So do a brain dump and just get everything out of your mind, write it all down. I actually have an entire journal or notebook dedicated to just brain dumping. Like when I need to just get everything out, I just write it all down. And it's really helpful for me to visually see what needs to be done. And what can I do? What actions can I take towards that? So that part is really helpful. The next tip that I have after you do your brain dump is to prioritize those tasks. So we want to look at the things that we need to do and rate them on a level of importance and value towards you. So how does each task affect your life in the way that you need to do it? So One, how much time does it require of you and what is the payoff? So by doing these tasks, how does it add value to your life? How does this change your life in some way by doing X, Y, and Z? If you're going to do a task, is it just to stay busy? I mean, after you do it, will anything be better because of that? Or if you do the task, if you finish the task, will you be able to progress, advance, improve in any way by completing that? So that's the way we want to prioritize things. We want to be able to tackle the things that are important to us so that we can either get ourselves out of one hole or move up a level or just do our best to focus on moving forward. At the end of the day, it's just about moving forward and not staying stuck because the minute you stop is the second that you start moving backwards. So we don't want to stop. We want to stay continuous. We don't have to go full speed every time, but just taking those little steps each and every day or each and every frequency of how much we put in It really does help. So prioritize 
One, what is most important to you? Two, what has the biggest payoff? Three, can it be delegated? C, can someone else do it for you? Four, can it be automated? Can you complete a lot of these tasks in a way that if there is a frequency for the task, like say it's something that has to be done every single month or every single week, in what way can we reduce that, right? How, how can we automate that? And then also just seeing, you know, what else could be done at a later time. Maybe it doesn't have to be done right now, but it could be done at a later time. So just prioritize your tasks and see which way that you want to start tackling things. Because when we have so much in our mind that's just sitting in front of us, it completely overwhelms us. And we're like, you know, I can't do this. I don't want to do anything. I'm going to go on YouTube. Peace out. Or I'm going to go listen to Heartland Podcast. (laughs) So it's important to, you know, take small doses and break things up into smaller steps so that you can be able to digest them a lot easier. And to move on to the next tip that I have is to choose your frequency of when you want to complete your task or to do your projects or whatever it is that you're wanting to do surrounding your life, right? So that's the main thing because a lot of times when we're looking for those solutions and we are listening to advice and we're like, oh, well, I can try to get up at 5 a.m. and tackle all these things in the morning. Or I can try to do it this way every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday, whatever. Who cares? Choose the frequency that is best for you. Think of your personality. We are creatures of habit. Like we have patterns, right? And if you're a woman listening to this, we're very cyclical. So you have to truly understand your cycle in the sense of what mood will you have each week? Because we really are different every week, right? So um, we have that one week where we're just neutral, right? We have the second week where we're like, the life of the party. We are feeling good. We're feeling super sexy. And then we have that third week that is just like, um, I'm not feeling it (laughs) at all. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm irritable. I'm moody. And then we have that last week where we get kind of that reset where we feel like that, um, that, weight has been lifted that cloudiness that fogginess has been lifted and then we can focus again so really take advantage of that cycle if you can and for me I know myself I have to do a lot of content batching that's the best way that I can get things done because I don't have that same level of energy and momentum as I do you know, for maybe the first two weeks of the month. So I try to work around that. And I also take note of how do I feel at different times of the day? When am I most hungry? When do I have the most energy? When am I feeling most productive? When do I need quiet time? When do, you know what I mean? So 
really take a moment to step back, analyze your schedule, your natural flow, and see what do you do naturally? How do you navigate throughout your day just on your own? And kind of utilize that to build a schedule, right? So that's what's really helpful for me. And going into that a little bit deeper about content batching, my next tip is to create a system. So for me, I actually really love the app and uh, website Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. I love Trello. And at first, I totally didn't get it. I was like, what is this thing? Like, I don't get it. But for me, I really love Trello because... I am able to create several (laughs) workspaces that can either be for my podcast, it could be for self-care, it could be for work, it could be for whatever, my pets, and it helps me to stay organized that I can list all of my tasks, maybe some things I've written down in my brain dumping session. I can list those tasks in an easier format that's more organized. I can set reminders. I can make checklists. I can just really create a system for myself that keeps me on track because it's a lot to try to maintain everything in your mind. So it's really good and important to have a system. You don't have to use Trello. That's just what I've learned that I really liked. I like the style of it. I like that it's customizable. I love to customize things when I can customize it and I can change the background and I can add different colors or whatever that really makes me feel excited because I can attach it to myself I can feel more involved in what I'm doing so I love customizable things and that is what Trello brings so that rhymes too (laughs) but yeah no really seriously I love Trello so find a system a good system for yourself to organize your tasks your projects things that have to get done And balance it out in such a way that you are maintaining your personal life as well. So just like we're in the habit of creating those project tasks and lists and workspaces, how about we set something up for our relationships, right? So I know it sounds like it's very type A, like what? You need to have a board or you know, a calendar for your relationships that you have to schedule your relationship time like that's too much. No, really, I think when you create a system, it can be difficult to jump from A to D all the time and go in and out and try to be organized in one part of your life, but unorganized in the other. And it's just easier on yourself to just maintain a system. So for me, I have like a self-care Uh, board as well on Trello where anything I have for personal goals, I jot them down. Um, If there's something I need to do for that week, I can make a shopping list of things I need to buy, whatever it is, I can do that. When it comes to relationships, if there's like an idea I've found for something to do, I can add it there and I can make a little note and I can make reminders and I can list birthdays and just get creative with ideas. And that's the part that makes it fun because on the outside, it just looks like you have your whole life together, even though you have a system that really helps with managing that. And that's really 
what you want, right? You don't want to look like you're all over the place. And sometimes I still miss some things um, because I'm only human, right? But sometimes I do miss certain things. But I know that for everything that I have going on in my life, I'm doing pretty good at trying to balance things the best way that I can. So it's really helpful. The next tip that I have is what I mentioned earlier about content batching. So if you are a content creator, this is going to be really, really helpful for you because if you are needing to create something on a regular basis, whether you're creating graphics, you're doing photography, you're creating video content on social media or YouTube or for work or whatever the case may be, being able to content batch and create multiple things in one sitting is going to save you so much time because you're already in the energy of creating in those moments. So utilize that energy, utilize that time when you have it, because that's going to pull you through later on. So for me, whenever I podcast, I try my best to record a lot of information in one sitting or over a period of a few days. And then I like to spread it out over time because with everything that I have to get accomplished, I cannot record a podcast episode every single day and still be able to keep that momentum and that good energy because I'm going to feel stressed out and I'm trying to juggle multiple things at once and it's just too much. So for me, I try to record a lot all at once as much as I can and then uh, plan it out a lot better that way. This can also come into play by creating templates or creating something you know that you're going to need to use in the future. Go ahead and create it now and then spread it out over time. Like really think of productivity as not so much of what can you complete today, but what can you complete today that will propel you two, three four weeks or months in advance. When you start thinking that way, that's when you start multiplying your time and you're able to get more time back. You're able to really create that balance because there's always going to be something that needs your attention, your that needs your time and energy. And if we're constantly expending our time and energy on a frequent basis on several things that are not even related, we will experience burnout. And then it takes us even longer to build the momentum back up to get back into the thing that we need to do. So it's very, very important to make sure that if you have the time, if you have the space to just try to set yourself up for your future, not just for today, but getting ahead of the game. And that's what helps me to really make sure that I'm staying on top of things. And I want to be able to provide my best work to my audience and to be 100% in everything that I do and to not fall short in one way or the other. So it's a balancing act, but we can absolutely get there. The next tip that I have for productivity is going to be to create urgency. So... A lot of times when we don't have a whole lot to do or we have a lot of free time or there's no 
real deadline, right? We can kind of become a little more lax, a little more lenient with our time. And we don't work as hard as we normally would if there was a level of urgency. So sometimes what helps me to create that urgency is literally just setting a timer. Now, that may not work for everyone, but for me, it's really helpful because I'm also mildly competitive, so I like to beat the clock. And I'm competitive within myself, but I like to beat the clock, right? And so sometimes just having that urgency, whether it's for five minutes or 10 minutes of trying to complete something within that time is just what I need to get something done. And also, if that doesn't work, you can focus on creating that sense of urgency by creating scenarios for yourself that are possible, but that motivate you. So say, for instance, you're working a full-time job, but outside of that, you're trying to build a business at the same time. Start thinking, what if tomorrow you were to completely lose your job? What steps are you taking now? If you start taking action from that mindset and ignoring the things that give you that sense of comfort that you can relax and you could take your time, I'm not telling you to not take your time, but I'm telling you to not take too much time that's necessary to get things accomplished because that keeps us in the state of just relaxing a little bit more than we should. It happens to all of us. So for me, having that sense of urgency of, mm, you might want to, you might want to get this done because this may happen in the future and you don't want to be in that position, do you? And I'm like, oh no, I better hurry up and get this done. So create that sense of urgency. I've come up with this really cool technique that I found was really, really helpful for me to accomplish certain things. And that is by applying the rule of 15 by 15. When you apply 15 by 15, what does that mean? It means to do 15 tasks and 15 minutes per task. So it averages out to about three hours and 45 minutes, but taking that tool to apply it to whatever it is you want to focus on. And I find that I was able to get so much more accomplished with better quality. So let's say I wanted to focus on cleaning. Well, I'm going to pick 15 areas that need to be cleaned and I'm going to spend 15 minutes per area to clean it. And I cleaned better and I was done faster and I got a lot accomplished. So it's the same thing with anything else. Let's say you're just having trouble with starting, with building that momentum applying that 15 by 15, set that timer for 15 minutes after you write your list of 15 things that you want to tackle and press that timer, press start. And whatever you don't complete within that 15 minutes, too bad, so sad, you got to move on to the next task. That's the key is that you have to be willing to move on to the new task, even when you are not completed, right? And that's going to push you to work a little faster, but work a little smarter as well. 
you're going to find new ways to save yourself more time. So that's the fun part is that when you add on some of those limitations, you actually become a little more creative and you start looking at ways of, well, how can I do this in 10 minutes instead of 15 minutes so that I can really make sure that I'm getting everything done and completed. The next tip that I have is going to be consistency. So when it comes to consistency, this is really, really important because consistency really does get us to the place that we want to be. And as I mentioned earlier, it's not about going full speed ahead every single time, but just doing something every single day, even if it's just opening up the computer, pulling up a Word document and typing a sentence and that's it. That's all you did for that day. That's totally okay. It's one more sentence than you were going to put there if you had not done that. So most of the time when you do start, you like to continue, but starting is the hardest part. So you have to start to build that momentum so that you can keep going and that's key. The next tip that I have is to set a cutoff time for the day when it comes to productivity. When I'm focused throughout the entire day of getting things done and I set that cutoff time that, hey, 7.30 p.m., you're done. You can't do any more work because if you do, your sleep pattern's going to be off. You're not going to get the best rest. And guess what? You're going to wake up feeling groggy feeling tired, your focus is going to be off, your concentration is going to be poor. And what comes with that is poor productivity for the next day. But sometimes we get into this mode where like, just one more, one more time, and I'm going to finish it, I'm going to finish it. And we start to burn all of our energy up. And we really decrease the value and the quality of what we can bring to the table as opposed to operating at our peak with energy. We have a very limited amount of actual focus and energy of our brains every single day, even though we may be awake for X amount of time, our brains are really only good to focus and give proper energy for just really a few hours. So if you are able to cut that time off before you go to bed, have that time to wind down, relax, ease your mind, and have a good quality sleep, when you get up the next day, whatever you didn't finish is on your mind. And you're going to jump right back into accomplishing those tasks. So that was really helpful for me to set a cutoff time because previously I would just keep working and working and working until I was just completely exhausted because I just wanted to push through it and just get it done. And sometimes you do have to push yourself a little bit, but I find that I work a lot better and I'm more eager to work when I set a cutoff time and then I get back to work the next day. So really, really helpful to do it like that. And then as a bonus, I would mention that I read this really good book called Eat That Frog and uh, by Brian Tracy. Definitely check it out. It's a really good book on productivity, but accomplish and tackle the things that are nagging at you, the things you don't want to do. Just get rid of them, right? 
get rid of them. If you have something that can take you 30 seconds or two minutes, if you have a dish that's just sitting there on the table, go ahead and wash it. Knock it out. Don't let it sit there because as the day goes on, you have no idea what stress is going to come up, what thoughts and feelings are going to come up. And you want to, at the end of the day, at least have finished the things that was going to bring you the most stress. If you didn't accomplish anything else, at least you got rid of the thing that was going to be nagging at you. So that way you're not going to be draining your energy, focusing on that problem or that thing that has to get done. You knock it out, it's done, and then you can get to the things that you enjoy doing. So it's really, really helpful and it's really good. It has just so many additional tips when it comes to productivity and it's a really good book. It's easy to read. It's very short. So you'll definitely, definitely enjoy it. So that concludes our episode on just some tips on productivity. Remember your why at the end of the day. Why are you focused on the project that you're focused on? Why Are you doing the task that you're doing and how is it serving you? How is it benefiting you? And what value does it bring to the table? When you remember those things, it's going to motivate you again to get right back into focusing on what you want to accomplish. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.